Welcome, you're on air with Ella, where we share simple strategies and truths from people who are doing something better than we are. Whether it's wellness or fitness and fat loss to just living better and with more energy or changing your mindset to accomplish more in your own life and succeeding however you define it. This is where we share the best of what we're learning from the experts and we're learning more every day. Live better, start now. Hey, you're on air with Ella, and it's a solo show today. Just me, Ella. Thanks for being here. I really appreciate that you just, you showed up today, and I love hanging out with you. So I don't know what we're doing right now, but I'm super glad to be doing it with you. You guys, I'm not doing a good, bad, and yummy episode this week because I sat down to do it, and I just got overtaken by the need to communicate something to you that came out of, of all things, an Instagram post. And I am so inspired to talk to you about this. I'm just just hoping so much I can express myself clearly because I'm so utterly passionate about today's topic and I feel a burning need to be able to share it with you because I just feel like I can feel you needing to hear this. So maybe, maybe not, maybe not today, maybe this is for you a little bit later, but I can feel somebody out there needs to hear this. So here we go. I'm going to actually just share with you what I posted and then I'll sort of explain what I'm so on fire about, okay? I was reading something and it inspired me. I do this all the time, I'm reading something and I will stop reading and create an Instagram post because it makes me think of something I need to share with you, okay? That's not good, that's not efficient. I should write it down on a piece of paper and come back later, but I do it all the time. Well, whatever I read inspired me to share with you that quote, The only time someone else's judgments affect you is if you believe them. This really hit home with me. Let me repeat it. The only time someone else's judgments affect you is if you believe them. There is so much power in that. Let me share with you what I said when I posted this. I said, it's not them, it's you. You're in control here. When you decide what your opinions are about yourself, other people's opinions don't define you. This is important for a lot of reasons, not the least of which is that fear of failure and fear of judgment keeps so many people from doing what they truly want to do or what they dream of doing. When you remove, quote, judgment from others as a threat, as a thing, your possibilities expand exponentially. This works, by the way, with both positive and negative judgments, okay? So when you allow other people's positive judgments to define who you are, ironically, it has the same constraining effect. Judgment is a powerful, powerful force when we let it be. What is absolutely, utterly amazing about it to me is that the moment you let it go, the moment you actively choose to let it go, it disappears into thin air because it was never anything at all. It only means what you let it mean. Believe what you want to believe about yourself to get out there and kick some arse. That was my punchline. Believe what you want to believe about yourself to get out there and kick some tail, right? Because if you're going to believe something, you might as well create that belief yourself and create one that serves you. I talked about this a lot with Aaron Anastasi and with Bonnie Kelly in those interviews, which I'll link to. But listen, I have so much more to say on this subject, so much more to say on this subject. And like I said, I'm like a burning need to communicate this to you. And here's why. I've met some of you in person, 
Absolutely loved it, by the way, and have more meetups scheduled this year, so I'll be sharing that with you. But I also live a life just like you do and have other people in and out of my circle, right? And this is something that we do to ourselves every hour of every blooming day in some way, and it makes me crazy. I have talked to so many of you who want to do something, who want to change something, who want to be something, who want to become something, who want to live a certain way, who want to make a choice, and you aren't making it because you are so worried about the opinions of others, the judgments of others. You guys, we are making this up. We are making it mean something, and it is literally determining the course of our life. Does that sound like hyperbole or melodrama? I'm gonna give you a super, super simple example. I know so many women who don't want to wear a bathing suit in front of other people that it keeps them from having joy with their kids or their partner or anyone else because they don't wanna be seen in a bathing suit. By whom? (laughs) It's such a silly example and yet it's utterly plague so many people like you can plug and play any other example in there and when I tell you that this shapes our experiences our joy ultimately our destiny because our destiny is made up of what we do every day and the choices that we make I'm not lying there's no exaggeration here I'm not being melodramatic all right so let's break this down I actually I normally just riff with you based on a few key concepts that I want to share and I actually really spent some time trying to structure this out so it made sense I even created a worksheet. You know I'm pumped when I create a worksheet because to me, I really need you to think through this and I wanted to share a diagram with you that kind of made this make sense for me because sometimes, I don't know about you, I like to think in pictures, I respond to visuals very well and it just makes things make sense for me, okay? So you can click on the full show description and get that worksheet and download it to your phone or something. But I broke down how to think about this into different categories because I was like, well, hold on. You know, there's a lot of, in social media, there's a lot of like, just do what pleases you, rah. And if it doesn't make you happy, don't do it. Well, I tell you what, I do a lot of stuff in my life that doesn't make me happy, okay, because I'm a grown up. <laughs> All right? And, and yes, I try to find the happiness in so many of those things. I do, I do. But I do a lot of things that aren't directly contributing to my immediate joy. All right, Instagram, it happens. So. I don't want to be confused with that message. Just care about you. If you only care about you, that's all that matters. No, I don't live that way. I really thought about this. I was like, wait, I do care about the opinions, the judgments, you know, the experience of others that I'm influencing. I really do care about that. But how many do I really care about? And asking myself those questions helped me figure out a way to articulate this to you. So I sort of broke down our world, right, in these concentric circles. And I'm going to explain what each level means. And then we're at the center of the circle. Spoiler alert, you're at the center of the circle. I submit to you that we should care less about the judgments, opinions of others the further out we go in these concentric circles as they relate to how you make decisions in your own life. What do I mean? Picture concentric circles like a target. Like you're throwing darts at it. And in the very, very center, in the bullseye, it's you, it's your id, it's your soul. It is you and your higher power. It is whatever you believe to be greater than you. You know, the one you report to at the end of the day. That's who's in there. And I don't mean that the people you love most dearly aren't super, super close to you. I just mean when you die, it's just you and whatever you believe in. So it's you and the source. For me, I call that source God. 
if that freaks you out, you call it whatever you want. You call it Henry. I don't care. Call it the source. That's in the middle. That's in the, you're the bullseye. You're right in the center. You go one layer out and it's your immediate super intimates. It's not just people you're intimate with because you have friends who you have a level of intimacy with. I want to be really, really clear. It's And this sounds so morbid, but I promise not to be macabre through this whole conversation, but I really want you to think in these terms. It's who's at your deathbed, okay? (laughs) That's your super intimate group. You know, whoever's around at that point. (laughs) So maybe for some of you, it's your husband or wife. Maybe for some of you, it's your spouse, your partner, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, your kids, your mom, your dad, a sibling. It's whomever is in your super, super, super intimate group. At the end of the day, the buck stops with that little core group. You might not be related by blood, but you feel like you are. It's you and your source in the middle. The next ring out is your super intimates. And the next ring after that is your social. And your social ring includes everyone you're friends with, people you really care about, people that you see frequently, people who know a whole lot about you, people you might call when you're in trouble and you need a shoulder to cry on. These are everyone on the spectrum of friendship, all the way down to acquaintances you bump into or people you catch up with on Facebook. They're all in that social group. They're probably not going to be in the room when you die, right? But you care about them and they care about you. There's one more ring. It's everyone outside of that. It's general. It's the general public. It's the masses. It's it's the population at large. It's everyone that doesn't fall in to one of those circles that I've described to you. Now, here's the kicker. Download that diagram. It'll be so much easier for you to look at this. Here is the kicker. We let everyone in every single one of those circles influence decisions that we make every day of our lives, big and small, from whether we're going to start a business to whether we should get our hair cut to whether we need to lose weight or not to whether our kids are perfect enough or not to which university you need to go to to, I mean, name a decision. You are letting people in every single one of those circles influence it. Why? Why are we doing this? (laughs) Let me break it down a little further by giving like some examples so you can relate to this, okay? And I'm coming at you hard because too many of you are letting people all the way in the outer ring dictate what you do and how you do it. It has to stop. So let me give you an example of some of the feelings that we might have, some of the thoughts that we might create in our head. Let's start with the outer ring, the general masses, the public. And let's, let's come up with an example. Say you want to start a blog. Okay, I want to start a blog. And I worry in that effort that, you know, they might laugh at me or that people will think I'm ridiculous or that they will think I have no idea what I'm talking about or I won't even matter. Like I won't even show up, right? Because that's what the general public might think about me. In, in the social circle, when you look at my friends, like I don't want my friends to know that I have this passion, that I dream about this because I don't want the th- them to think I'm unsatisfied with what I'm doing right now or that I'm not happy enough just being a mom or that I'm not happy enough in my job and, you know, fill in the blank here. Okay. Take an example from your life of something that you worry your friends might think about you or even your coworkers. You guys, this is everything from what kind of car we drive, how neat we keep our house, what we wear to whether we start a business or what we do with our children in some cases. This stuff is huge. When we get in that social circle, we worry, well, what will they think about me? Or they might talk about me because I'm going to give them something to talk about. So they'll be judgy and they'll talk about me behind my back. Or they might know the truth about me. If I share this, if I create this, they might know the truth about me. They might laugh at me. They might mock me. 
When we get to our intimate circle, this is where it gets tricky. What if I disappoint him or her? What if they are disillusioned? What if they don't love me anymore? What if they laugh at me? What if they tell me I can't? What if I tell my mom, I want to be this. This is what I want to do in the world. This is my purpose. And she tells me I can't and then tells me why. And she's right. What if they tell me I shouldn't? And then they tell me about all the competing priorities that I have in my life. So why I shouldn't? Can you guys relate to any of this? Have you ever wanted to do something, be something, start something, create something? And anything I'm saying has held you back from doing it? Are you letting anyone in any of these circles influence what you actually do with your life? I mean, really? Well, I'm about to blow it all to hell. Are you ready? Like, are you buckled up? (laughs) Because, Because I'm about to destroy all of your excuses. Let's start with my favorite one. Let's start with the general public. This one slays me. Why on earth would you allow a stranger to dictate your destiny? Why on earth would you allow a stranger to dictate your joy, to define whether you live out your purpose or not, to tell you what you should wear or how you should raise your kids or whether they can speak Japanese by the time they're three? Like, what are you doing? This one doesn't even exist, you guys, at least the intimate circle. Like, those are real. Okay, we'll talk about that. But this one doesn't even exist. First of all, first of all, I'm sorry, we're not nearly as like central to other people's lives as we think we are. Okay. So we're not that important. Like you're amazing. You are utterly, unbelievably extraordinary in a way that only you are, but you're not that important to the next guy. You know what I'm saying? So if you are choosing not to wear that bathing suit on the beach and enjoy that you are alive and with your kids, and instead you're worried about your cellulite, because of some dude on the beach 15 paces away from you who you will literally never see again. Please evaluate that. What are you doing? What are you even talking about? Who are these people that are judging us? I'm talking about, we literally say, people will judge me. People will laugh at me. I'm afraid that people will. And then we fill in the blank. Who are these people? Again, I'm in the outer ring here. I'm not even talking about your peers. I'm talking about when you use the word people to render judgment on yourself. Those judgments are made up by you. They're manufactured by you. And they only exist because you created them. So why don't you create one that works for you? This one, this outer ring, these judgments and opinions from people in the outer ring, they are 100% made up. I'm about to prove to you that the next ring is too. Let me tell you what I mean. So let's go in one ring. We're now in the social, the peer group, the coworkers, the good friends, the Facebook friends. We're in that ring, okay? They're all in there. It's a really crowded ring. It's the biggest ring. Okay, that was dumb. Obviously, the public, the general public, the masses, that's the biggest ring. But the social ring is the biggest ring where you actually can name names, right? This is filled with everyone who's not a super intimate. This one has so much influence on us, it's utterly insane. This is the one where you're like, God, they'll talk about me. They might know the truth about me. They'll find out that I'm an imposter, that I don't really belong here, or they'll just judge me. They'll just flat out judge me. If they find out that I don't do XYZ for my kid, they'll judge me. If my party doesn't belong on Pinterest, they will judge me. If I show up looking like this, they will judge me. If I show up 
five pounds heavier, they will judge me. If I show up 10 pounds lighter, they sure are going to judge me. If I'm happy in a relationship, they will judge me. If I'm unhappy in a relationship, if I'm weak in a relationship, they will judge. Guess what? Yup. <laughs> yup. Yeah, they will. We do that. We're human. We do that. We evaluate other people's appearance, their circumstances, their relationships, their behavior. We evaluate everything and then we judge it. It's what we do to each other. I judge what my kid does. I mean, can we be honest? I have an absolute opinion and judgment pretty much about all the things, but we've turned this word. We've made it mean something else. We all have judgments. Well, in what world should you let your friends, your peers, your coworkers' opinions dictate the outcome of your life. The small decisions you make every day add up to your whole life. We're talking about your life. I'm not going to start my blog because my friends might find something out about me that feels vulnerable. Why don't we do this? Why don't we identify why do you really care? What is it that you really, really care about here? I think that's the real question and I think it's the most useful question and I think you'll learn something. And then I think you can deal with the answer produced by that question because it's okay to have feelings. It's okay to say, I don't wanna do this or I'm scared to do this or I'm so fearful or I'm worried they're gonna judge me because they will laugh at me. I'll use an example from my own life. You know, I've been in corporate, I've been in business since, gosh, for 17 years. I'm good at it. I'm capable. I'm proven. I have experience in the business world. Do you know how long I put off starting on air with Ella? Because I was so concerned what people in my business life would think if I showed this side of myself. If I allowed myself to be vulnerable, if I allowed myself to take the risk and show my full personality, you know, more sides of me, whatever you want to call it. Hell, I wasn't comfortable sharing pictures of myself in shorts and, you know, in workout clothes, much less on my podcast cover. I wasn't comfortable putting that out into the world. If you go back and look at my very, very, very first images on Facebook, I don't even know if they're there. Well, I'm sure they're there. Facebook has my entire life probably. But my very first images were so obscure they were like from far away or just the back of me or half my face. I mean, it was like, I was terrified to put myself out there. And I was terrified to put myself out there because of judgment. And I wasn't worried about my super intimate circle. I was way worried about that social circle. I was like, what will people think? And oh my gosh, they're going to laugh at me or oh my gosh, they're going to see sides of me. I don't want them to see or blah, 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 blah. What if I just didn't? And I'm sure there are lots of things in my life if I sat down and thought about it that I haven't done. What have you not done? Because you're worried what that social circle, the people that fall in that realm are gonna say or think or talk to each other about. What have you not done? Or what are you doing that's so not serving you and not on your purpose and doesn't feel good? What are you doing that's not in alignment because you're so worried about making that circle happy or just not giving them something to talk about? I'm about to destroy the power of that circle for you. When you realize that everything in that circle is relative, you have to understand that the only reason you care about it is because you're in this place and time right now. It is entirely contextual and it is entirely relative. How many of you, think back to high school, how many of you wanted to die because somebody thought something or said something about you in high school or you had some huge falling out with somebody or somebody made you look foolish and you wanted to crawl in a hole and never come out again. 
I mean, did you guys go to high school? Because if you went to high school, you can relate to one of those experiences, right? <laughs> How many of you even can name more than one person in that situation? How many of you are still haunted by these things? Some of you might, like you might've had a traumatic experience, but what I'm saying is we spent so much of our time worrying about the opinions of others. Frankly, I can't name, I cannot name so many of the people whose judgments I used to worry about. Pick any period in your life, I think you'll find this true. All of these judgments that we create in our head and decide are going to dictate our life, they are completely relative. They are totally contextual. Well, let me, let me explain it to you this way, okay? If you pluck yourself out of this place in time and you put yourself in some other place in time, does that issue or judgment still matter? I, right now, I wish I'm, I feel like I'm Rubenesque. I feel like I'm six pounds heavier than I wanna be. I just made up that number, but you know what I mean? I feel a little rounder than I wanna be, a little softer than I wanna be. Let me tell you something, pick me up, okay? And plop me in, I don't know, 1750, the year, 1750. I'm now in 1750, okay? They think I'm sick, that I'm dying of a disease because I'm too thin. <laughs> They're like, she is gross and unattractive because she is not robust, round, curvy, and beautiful. All right, because you changed my place and time. Pick me up now, plot me in 1950. The year is 1950. You guys, I'm a freaking rock star. I am a movie star. I am curvy. I am rocking my little sweater and my poodle skirt. I am the bomb because you changed my place and time. All right, put me in 1920, I'm a fat cow. <laughs> it's all made up. It changes. It depends on place and time. It depends on who you're with. Let me give you another example. Have you ever moved? Because when you move, maybe you changed schools or maybe you move cities or states or countries. Have you ever moved and developed a different circle of friends and literally literally how you dress changes, the things you read or watch change, the conversations that you have change, this works for you and against you. Maybe you join a running club or you hang out with people who are fit. I, I tell you what, as a matter of fact, this is a strategy. If you wanna lose 10 pounds, go find the five fittest people that you can tolerate being around and start spending time with them. <laughs> Instant weight loss. <laughs> because we allow our circles of influence to influence us. Fine, it's not a sin. What I'm saying is you are allowing your perceived judgments from that circle to determine how you live your life. Is that working for you? This is a circle where we wanna have the perfect house, where we wanna have the perfect kid, where we wanna have the Pinterest perfect life. That falls into the circle, but also it keeps us from doing things that we know are on purpose for us and we're too scared to try. Let's get to the tricky one. The tricky one is the super intimate group. There shouldn't be a lot of people in here. That's not my judgment on you. It's just these are the people who are, they, they carry your heart. They have pieces of your heart. If I picked you up and moved you, these are the people who you're like, oh, they're coming with me because they are my home. I want you to be very, very careful about who's in that circle with you because these are people who do influence. Their judgments do affect you. They do have a say. So be very careful, but let's talk about it. Because the only way you can truly appreciate the power that this group should have is by appreciating that there's one more circle. And that is the bullseye. That is the very, very center, the core. And that is you. That is you and your higher power. That is you and your source. That is me and God. Okay, we're hanging out in there. At the end of the day, 
This is who you answer to. So your super intimates are at your deathbed. What's across the finish line? That's what's in this circle. It's a lot of metaphor. Make it work. The super intimate circle must be evaluated relative to the core. And this is what I mean. I'll just use myself as an example. I have to start with my core. I have to decide what my opinions are about myself. I have to really ask myself what my purpose is, what drives me, what are my values? What are my values? What do I really care about? I have to know what's in that circle. Otherwise, I'll let all the other circles define who I am and dictate my life. When you determine your opinions about yourself, you don't have to accept everybody else's. I don't necessarily know why I'm here and and I can't wait to find out what I'm going to be when I grow up. I don't mean any of those things. I just mean what's important to you. What do you value above all else? That's a question I want you to be able to answer. Sit with it. When you know that, then you can evaluate the super intimate circle and you can say, okay, if it's, if it's okay, all the same to you guys, I'll use my husband as an example. I really care about my husband's experience of me. I care about his experience in the world. I care about him. Mild understatement, right? He has my heart. If I disappoint him, if I fail him, it would crush me. If he laughed at me and mocked me, it would crush me, okay? These are all true. Now, there are so many people who will tell you that shouldn't be the case, all right? And I get that. Like, I fully understand that. At the end of the day, you need to be a fully realized, self-actualized person. I'm not perfectly enlightened. I'm not perfectly actualized. And I still would get my heart crushed if I crushed my husband's heart. I'm letting people in that super intimate circle be a part of decisions that I make. So let's use the starting the business as an example. If I wanted to start a blog and I already know that saying people will judge me, people will laugh at me is made up in my head. It's just an excuse not to start because I already accept the hypothesis that I just made it up. And so then I went to my social circle and I was like, yeah, they might actually see sides of me. They might, I might, they might laugh at me. They might talk about me, but I have to remember that since none of that actually matters, since I've talked about people before, I've said unkind things or I've gossiped or I've rendered judgment. And then I've literally never thought about it again. Or even if I did, what does it even matter? It doesn't weigh anything. It doesn't have matter. It wasn't the best use of my time and it wasn't the right thing to do, but did it matter? No. So why should I let other people's judgments of me actually matter? I've already accepted all of those things. Okay. But now I'm in the inner circle and let's say your spouse is super, super supportive of what you want to do. You're in alignment. Let's say your spouse is not in support of what you want to do. Let's say they feel like it's competing with other priorities that they are valuing more than you are. Let's say that they are skeptical Let's say even worse that they are snide or laughing at you or doing something terrible. Kick them out of that circle. <laughs> Let's just agree for the sake of argument that we're, that their opinion matters to you. This is where you ask yourself, do I need to be in alignment here on this issue? Like, okay, maybe we're not in alignment. Do I need to be in alignment here? So I've made decisions that let's say, let's take my husband and my child. They're my super, super, super intimates. Okay. Have I made decisions that supersede what my child would want first? Yes, all the time. You know, maybe I have to go on a trip. Do you think that my child's like, yes, please disappear for 10 days. That sounds awesome. No, actually, believe it or not, he's not at that point yet. And I make a choice because it's in alignment with what I know that I need to do. And it's not easy. Welcome to, you know, 
relationship. It's not easy, but at any given moment, every decision that we're making, right? There, there are trade-offs. And I want you to think of any decision, big or small, maybe you've had to move and your kids didn't want to leave school and you had to move and you wanted to move. And it was in alignment with your purpose. It was in alignment with your values. It was just a good idea for you. This is something where their opinion matters. You don't disregard it and say, well, I'm sorry, I'm on my purpose right now. That's no, mm -mm. their opinion matters and how they feel matters. They have judgments about this and they matter. But at the end of the day, you ask yourself the question, do we need to be in alignment on this issue? And the answer was no. And you moved. When it comes to an issue with your spouse, you ask yourself that question. And by the way, please take the word spouse and exchange it for whatever word makes sense to you. I'm just using my own example here, okay? Do you need to be in alignment on that issue? If you do, that will inform your decision. If you do not, that will inform your decision. This is real. This is where it matters. I want you to take all of those hurdles that you are creating for yourself, all of those judgments you worry about every day because your house isn't perfect, it's not clean enough, your appearance isn't perfect, you aren't starting that business, you didn't make that choice that you know is the decision for you or it feels like it is on purpose for you. I want you to take every single one of those big rocks and I want you to run them through this model and I want you to tell me whose opinion really matters and then do you need to be in alignment with them? What is the real issue? Why do you really care about here? If I picked you up and moved your place in time, would you still care about that person's judgment? If you do, then do you need to be in alignment here with him or her? I hope you do this. I hope those hundreds of you that want to start something, that want to create something and aren't because you're letting fear be your excuse and your fear is based on this judgment thing that you've created, the story that you're telling yourself about what other people will think and you are letting it run your life. I hope you will take every judgment you experience in your head every day and run it through this exercise. Take a real one, take a big one and run it through this exercise. All right, guys, let's stop here for now. So much to say about this. Here's what I'm gonna ask you to do. Click on the full description or go to onairwithella.com and get this worksheet. Save it as a screenshot on your phone or add it to your PDF library on your phone. Something just to reference, like a little cheat sheet. But here's the second piece I want you to do. Will you please share with me? I really wanna talk about this again. And the best way I know how to do that is to share your stories with you. Will you please share with me all the ways you can talk to me and communicate with me and let me know like what is holding you back or how are you letting the judgments from people in those outer rings affect your life? Like, you know how much we love to tell stories and share stories. If you can share how this resonates with you and what's it, what does it make you think of, you're going to help somebody else be like, oh, I didn't even know I was doing that. <laughs> and they're so gonna relate hard to what you say. So will you do that? Will you share how this resonates with you, with me? I love you guys. Talk to you later. Okay, everyone, I hope you enjoyed today's show and got something out of it that you can use. If you did and you want to learn more, just go to onairwithella.com where I put up links to all of the good stuff that we talked about today and more information about our guests and all the good stuff that you did not need to write down today because I got you covered. Don't forget to join our Facebook page and thanks for those phenomenal reviews in iTunes. Every great review helps and we read every one. Thanks for listening and thanks for inspiring me. You are quite simply awesome.